The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. The Lord knows us, doesn't He? He knows us better than we know us. Isn't it amazing that the Lord knows us with all of our failures and knows what we're going to do and yet loves us perfectly and is constantly patient with us? Just stop right where you are and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being a faithful teacher. Thank you that when I fail the test, you teach me again. We're in the place of testing in our journey with Jesus. We've found ourselves in the Garden of Gethsemane, and we've looked at the people that were there, and we've looked at the place of testing. And yet, when we read it the other day in Mark chapter number 14, did you notice the repetition of a principle? A principle that the Lord is teaching, not for the first time, He's having to teach it again. Let me read just a little. Verse number 34, he says to his disciples, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. Come to verse 37. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping, and saith unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? And then verse 38, Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Now, What's he talking about? What is this principle of watching? And here he couples it with prayer. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Well, certainly, physically, they should have had their eyes wide open. Uh, He's saying to them, physically speaking, they're exhausted. They're emotionally spent. And he said, it's going to be much easier for you to pray with your eyes open in this case. I do think there's a very practical application to that. Uh, There are times to pray and be wide awake. I think that's good. Uh, I would point out to you, if they had kept their eyes open, they probably would have seen Judas and the mob coming into that garden. Uh, They would have seen the Lord when His sweat became great drops of blood. I wonder how it would have been different if they physically had stayed awake. But there really is a spiritual principle here. It's deeper than just keeping your eyes open physically. No, there is a spiritual wakefulness. Remember I said the Lord has to teach us the same truths over and over again. Do you remember in the previous chapter, Mark chapter number 13, He ended that chapter by saying, watch and pray. He says it again and again and again in verses 32 to verse 37 of Mark chapter 13. Watch, 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 watch. And He couples it there with prayer as well. Wouldn't you think that the disciples would have already learned this lesson? And yet in Mark chapter 14, He's having to teach them the same principle again and again. Let me give you a couple of observations. First of all, he gives us a principle here about our twofold nature, our flesh and our spirit. He says the spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. You know, in our spirit, we want to do the right thing. Don't we in our new man? We want to do the right thing. We want to be the right kind of Christian today. And yet, aren't you shocked, sometimes stunned at how quickly you can go from a spiritual thought to a carnal one? How one moment you can be so excited about the things of God and the next moment so fleshly? Why is that? Because as true as it is that the Spirit is ready, it's also true that the flesh is weak. You see, you have two natures fighting inside of you. My grandfather used to say it's like two big bulldogs on the inside fighting one another. Whichever one you feed, 
and say Sikkim to, that's the one that wins. So there's a principle here of flesh and spirit. Uh, but there's another principle, and it's the principle of watching and praying. And I want to say to you, it is God's twofold answer to our twofold nature. What is he saying? When he says, watch and pray, he's giving a word for the flesh and a word for the spirit. A word of the flesh is watch. Literally, starve your flesh. Don't give in to your flesh. Don't succumb to fleshly desires. Don't let flesh control you. And the word of the spirit is what? Pray. Feed the Spirit. Whatever you feed grows. It's beautiful to see how God connects watching and praying all through Scripture. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 18 says, Praying always and watching thereunto with thanksgiving. Uh, Colossians 4.2 says, Continue in prayer and watch in the same. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7 says, Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. I'm telling you that watching servants are prayerful servants. Those that are wide awake, ready to see what God will do, at the Lord's disposal at a moment, are the ones who are living in a spirit and an attitude of prayer. The great battle in the garden was not between Jesus and Judas. My friend Judas didn't capture him there. Jesus laid his life down. It wasn't between Jesus and the religious leaders, Jesus and the soldiers. No, the real battle going on in that garden was between flesh and spirit. You remember that the Lord Jesus would cry out to His Father, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. What was that? That was the cry of man, of humanity. And yet, would you listen to the rest of the prayer? Nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. What is that? Oh, that spirit conquering. And yet... In the disciples, you see the exact opposite. They yielded to flesh. They yielded to their humanity instead of appealing to God in prayer. And that's why they left that garden in defeat. The first step toward defeat is when we fail to watch and pray. It doesn't matter how vehemently you promise God you're going to do the right thing. It's not the vehemence of your promise. It's the vigilance of your prayer. I wonder, will the Lord find us praying or sleeping in our Gethsemane? He comes in the morning and finds us sleeping. He comes through the day to fellowship and finds us sleeping. He comes at night to commune and finds us sleeping. God forbid that He might come in the clouds and find us sleeping. Would you pray today that God will help you be spiritually wide awake? Will you pray today that God will teach you to pray? Watch and pray. Watch for opportunities to pray today. They're everywhere. Uh, When you have business interactions with people, pray for them. When you get a phone call, pray for that person. When you get a piece of mail, pray for the person that wrote you. Uh, Allow everything and everyone you come in contact with today to be an opportunity to enter into prayer. Watch for opportunities to pray. Then watch for opposition in prayer. Be sure of this, the flesh won't like it one bit. And the world will try to distract you and the devil will fight against it. So be, be prepared. Brace yourself. There'll be some spiritual warfare going on. But you keep watching and keep praying. Watch for opposition in prayer. And then watch for objects to pray for. Be constantly sensitive to the Holy Spirit bringing people to your mind or giving a divine impression of some definite thing He wants you to pray about. Whatever God brings to your mind and heart today, bring it right back to God in prayer. And then, most of all, watch for the outcome of prayer. In faith, be expectant, be looking, believing 
that the God who said pray is listening for your prayer. He said, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I do wonder, just with my imagination, I do wonder if Peter and those disciples had been watching and praying in the garden, if they would have failed the Lord as they did. I wonder if Peter would have cursed and and sworn and said, I don't know the man, if he had heard Jesus praying and if he had been praying with him. I wonder if the rest of those disciples would have all forsaken him and fled if they had truly been in the spirit and attitude of prayer. No wonder, no wonder the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, we're to pray without ceasing because everything else grows out of our prayer life. Uh, My friend, would you watch and pray today? And would you ask the Lord to help you meet every test today with prayer, every trial with prayer, every tribulation with prayer? And then you'll come out in victory. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today. Thank you.